This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Seventy-seven WABC. about this song give me shelter classic rolling stones but when i hear this song i want to punch Justin another across his face why is that lewis or is that the case with a lot of songs is that what it is no. <laughs> yeah i guess this is uh it's this song i've got the martin scorsese effect you know anytime martin takes a song and puts it in one of his mob movies and i know frank morano godfather was better than goodfellas that's your opinion Martin makes these songs into anthems. When I hear this song, I want to hit somebody. There must be a birthday in the Rolling Stones band or something. Is that right, Lou? Uh, one of their early guitarists, Mick Taylor. Mick Taylor? Yeah. Not exactly as well known as mm, Keith Richards and no, Mick Jagger? Was, no, he came in during, but he played on three or three or four of their Did albums. he play on this one and give me shelter? Yes, he played Let oh, wow. Bleed. You know, I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, because we played Heartland by U2, the rockumentary Rattle and Hump, which I loved with you, too. But I think I saw Let's Spend the Night Together more than once. I'm sure you saw that a bunch, right, Lewis? I saw it, yeah, in in some form, and if I was coherent or not. I, I know, me, too. <laughs> Did you like it? I, yeah, what I remember, sure. Yeah. Did you ever go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show in Brooklyn? Yeah, at, on campus at Fordham. Oh, and, campus at Fordham. Yeah, okay. they would play it sometimes. I used Just to go to a, a theater. It was called the Marlboro Theater. I'm not even sure if it's still there. It was in Bensonhurst in Brooklyn, you know. And I would always go to the Friday night show, the midnight show. And I just wanted to go out, you know. My parents are very, very strict, a Jewish boy in Brooklyn. But they let me do that, go see that stupid movie. And I hated it every time. I can't understand to this day what the whole rave was about that. Throwing toast? Yes. It was just stupid. <laughs> the movie was stupid. Was. Did you like it? No, I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, me was, either. And I was kind of inebriated, maybe. Well, maybe so, that's why. So, Oh, hey, know. this is great. And I did it more than once, but, of course, it wasn't the only time in my life I've done something more than once. I'm not sure I did even once. Curtis Sliwa. So I walk into the, uh, the the church yesterday for Joe Esposito's funeral. And uh, when I walk down the streets now, I get mobbed. It's it's funny because, you know, I don't really consider myself that big of a star, but I really am a big star. And um, it's surreal for me. So I walk into the church, and the first guy I see, I don't know him. 
Like, there were so many recognizable faces that went over it last time. I don't know this guy, a cop. And he goes, quickly, get back to the studios. Curtis is killing your last hour. And I looked at him, and I said, Curtis is great. And he laughed, and he said, I'm kidding. We love Curtis, and we specifically love it when Curtis and you are on together. And I get that all the time. So this is actually a Curtis Sliwa testimonial. That although people love Curtis's own show, The Rip and Weed and Weekends, they love it when he comes on here this time of the day and just eviscerates everybody. So, for example, I said, Mayor Eric Adams, I don't care whether you think he's a good mayor or not. You can make a very good argument. He's a terrible mayor. But he spoke yesterday at Esposito's funeral, and he was great. He was great. But something tells me that, Curtis, you're going to find a way to poop on that, aren't you? Well... I just asked you the question now that you'll be on your way to Israel. And by the way, I prepared an itinerary for you. Really? We'll get into that momentarily. Yeah, I wish you could. I would take you with us. I really would because you're part of the show, Daddy, like Justin Alec. But we need somebody back in the studios. Yes. Just in case something goes awry. And- I'd, I'd be a pretty good guide. I've been there three times uh, and taking it from Golan Heights right on down to Elat. But, but let me get to this situation. Imagine you're going to Israel. And you're saying, I love Roger Waters of Pink Floyd, right? Roger Waters is one of the biggest Jew haters in the world. Right, but great musician, right? Yes, Pink Pink Floyd Floyd is great, yes, yes. You are able to separate or not in that case? Is there a pink pig flying over your head when you're in Israel, your Hazarai? (laughs) Let me just say this. Comfortably Numb, one of my favorite songs ever. Yes, But I believe that me and Lou have placed a ban on Pink Floyd because of Roger Waters' Jew-hating. So the answer is yes. Oh, so, again, you can overlook all the failures of Eric Adams. He was probably up there with a $5,000 customized suit. That's what attracted you. And he gave a good speech. And I noticed you said, oh, he's a cop for 22 years. Well, we learned that he was a computer program in the transit police taking all the paperwork from the uh, from the uh, back room and putting it on floppy disk, and this guy was a house mouse. You keep you guys keep saying 22 years ago, did he make one collar? Do you think he was out there I busting think he made, his shoes? I think, I think he made seven arrests in 22 years. Seven arrests, but yeah. you're not sure, right? Well, I just don't care. I mean, again, I'm just talking about his speech yesterday. The only collar he was ever concerned with was to make sure he didn't have ring around the collar when he had his white shirt on <laughs> as a house mouse. But anyway, let's get on to other things. Eddie Caban made a great speech, too. I'm sure they all gave great speeches, right? Yeah. It's what they do in the streets and with our city. You mentioned Monsignor Casado. Do you know I grew up with Monsignor Casado? Uh, do, of, I, I know he's a Canarsie guy, so the answer well, is yes, I him did. Him and uh, his mother and my mother once a week would play cards, and his mother would always cheat. I spotted her cheating at the <laughs> table, and I tell my mom, well, no, she's you cheating. Can't do this. You cannot accuse the Monsignor's mother of cheating. Damn right. I even had that conversation with Monsignor Casado about two years ago. I said, you know, your mother was was dealing from under the deck. She was cheating my mother, Francesca. My mother was so naive. Come on, Curtis. How can you save that? I was the choir boy. He was the guy, uh, altar boy. He keeps going to me. Hey, you want to be a priest? I said, that's the last thing in the world I want to be is a freaking priest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we spend time in the same house. Once a week, I had to watch his mother cheating that's my funny. mother in cards. Well, he did do a very good job, and also your other good friend. By the way, did you uh, spot his Rolex on his uh, I did. Wrist I did. Yeah. <laughs> how, he, do, how do you afford that Rolex? You know, I, I looked over at Peter King. He was going to join me at 840, and I said, 
this is a great speech. And Monsignor Casado was like really emotional. But he talks more like a mobster than he does a priest. And Peter He's right out. He's right out of Goodfellas. I mean, he really is. We're not talking Godfather. That was fantasy. Goodfellas, the real deal. Thank you very much. I, I grew up with some of those guys. And the Bamboo Lounge, guess what? It was in Canarsie. So they got torched right there, Avenue N and Rockaway Park. So that's not far then from where the old Gemini Lounge was. No, no, but uh, close. Exactly, but that's yeah. uh, as you head over to right, Flatbush. Right. So then the other Monsignor was there too. Your friend Monsignor Jamie was there yesterday. You know him? Yeah. Uh, Who wouldn't let me speak at the Williamsburg annual Ujulio feast. You know, it's funny you he say that. He gave me a microphone to Eric Adams. He introduced him as the I man. I love Adams. The crowd wanted me to speak. You know, this guy, I went into, um, don't know this place. When Danielle and I go shopping, we buy our, you know, locally we've got stop and shop. We sell Christides in the city. But when we do a real shop, we go into Brooklyn. And we buy our meats and other stuff at a place called Landy's, which is the best. It's in Brooklyn, right there by um, Mill Basin, Avenue 1. And right across the street is a place called Sea Tide, where we buy all of our seafood, okay? But you walk into Landy's, or Sea Tide, one of those two, and on the counter is a cookbook. A cookbook for Monsignor Jamie, I swear to God. So I met him once or twice. Very nice to me. I met him with Peter King, Bartolo Colon at the, uh, you know, the Cyclone Stadium this year. But so many people reacted the way you did just now, like rolled their eyes and he didn't let me do this. He didn't show up for that. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Uh, let me tell you something. You ask these guys, what is a Monsignor, eh? Well, you tell me what, what a Monsignor is. Monsignor, Father, uh, you know, treasure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What is a Monsignore, right? And by the way, how have you changed? I'll tell you how you changed. You guys, I listen to your entire program. I'm not a fair-weather friend. I'm in the subway. I'm dealing with the homeless. By the way, because of this cold snap, uh, the trains are just a moving hotel of American homeless people because they don't get to stay at the Roosevelt Hotel, Eric Adams. Our people have to sleep in the subways, some of the veterans. But let me not digress. We get back to the fact that here we are, right? You got you got yourself, you got all these very important people paying tribute to Joe Esposito, right? Yes. This is how I've changed? No. You used to want to go to St. Patrick's Cathedral all the time. Remember, you would say, gee, I like going over well, there. Well, I, I did go quite a bit for the Friday Mass at 12 o'clock. In yes, fact, see, see? three years ago on Ash Wednesday, yes. and Luke still can't believe this to this day, 
I got my ashes at St. Patrick's, See? which I was told by the father I can do even as a Jew. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You <laughs> should you should impale yourself with a menorah. What the hell is wrong with you? And by the way, let's bring up the Catholic Church. How come I haven't heard any favorable comments by the Catholic Church in Rome towards the state of Israel, which is under siege, huh? Have we not heard that? It, no, because it's all about the real estate. Wait, 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 the, 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 the Pope must have said something. He said, who got? Really? He said, bumpkins. See, I'm not, this is why I love you so much, Curtis. And I, I am guilty of this. I'm, I'm so narrow. Like, I keep my friends. I'm listening to, to Alyssi Savetsky. I'm listening to Noah Tishby. I'm listening to the people that love the Jews. So, I'm losing track of folks that aren't treating us well. Like, for example, I know BLM, that's why I quit the YMCA. They've been scumbags. I know a lot of Hollywood has not done the right thing. But for some reason, I thought the Pope stepped up. But now that I think about it, if the Pope does say something, if he does, he's also probably going to sympathize with the Palestinians. And once you do that, you've lost me. You've lost me. You're going to Israel. I want you to go to the old city in Jerusalem. Okay. Look at all the Christian shrines and the Christian uh, important places. Uh, How of far history. is the old city in Jerusalem from? I guess this is going to sound stupid. I just don't know from modern day Jerusalem. Every, everything is like it's like you're in Jersey. Okay, just so imagine close. you're in Jersey. Right. So close. Right. All the Christian shrines are owned either by uh, John Katsimatidis's church, the Greek Orthodox, or right. the Armenians. Those are good people. The Catholics have nothing. You see, the Catholic Church wants a land grab in Jerusalem. They want it to be a U.N. city. They want to take it away from Israel. And, you know, it becomes sort of the Disney world of all re- Christian religions, the Muslims. Is that true? Sex. Is that true? Absolutely. So you're telling me the Pope and all these uh, bishops and abbots and monsignors, that's how they feel? Uh, when have they given a speech in support of the state of Israel? Huh? Oh, I, I haven't heard it. Yeah, and and you're not going to hear it. <laughs> let me tell you something. You're not going to hear it. But let me get back to... Uh, uh, the penance that Justin Ellis had to pay yesterday in the hour you were away, I enforced the penalty because, again, the curse of George Norcross was upon his Philly Eagles, in which Lori, the owner, kicked out his proud Jew, George Norcross, executive box with the Israeli-American flag, while Shamuel Hefe, Chris Christie, on his way now to be in SeaWorld down in Florida, uh, was there to cheer on his Dallas Cowboys. If you remember, I talked about the curse of George Norcross and what happened, the Eagles crashed and burned. So Justin Ellick's job is to sell Israel bonds. It's to go out and support the state of Israel. David Ben-Gurion, I wish you could visit the humble location he lived, as I did when I was in Israel at the kibbutz, right there in the Negev, uh, in the Negev Desert, by the by the way, not far from the chocolate factory where Israel has its 80 nuclear weapons aimed at all of its enemies. To see the humble way that he was living in Israel, your first prime minister, and by the way, only five foot tall. Hardcore socialists told JFK off at the time, President, you don't tell us we can't have nuclear weapons. There will never be a second Holocaust. You could turn off the money to America from America here. You can turn off military aid. We are going to have our own military we- uh, weapons. And they got 80 of them, all primed and ready to go right out of that chocolate factory that I saw in the Negev Desert. So I'd love you to be able to visit that. You may not have the time. The Tomb of the Patriarch. Abraham, 
Oh my God, in Hebron, that is a scary place. The Hebron? Truth. Hebron. Well, I'll you send say you a it's list. scary because uh, the Palestinians live there too, right? Oh, but they I fornicate in mad dog all the Jews. Really? They, they I for, and, and then you so got to. Uh, my, my daughter's not going there. You got to go that. to the tomb of Rachel, the entrance to Bethlehem. It's surrounded by all the Arab uh, Palestinians. And I'm telling you, I know you're going to be on a whirlwind uh, tour, but if you can fit any of that in, it would be magnificent. And again, it's like traveling no, no, the state no. of New Jersey. We have time uh, because, again, the show will air. In Israel, it'll be 1 to 5 in the afternoon. They're seven hours ahead, which is yes. great. And then uh, Friday, I can't do the show because of Shabbos. So I can travel all day Friday. Uh, Saturday is still Shabbos. But I'll still be there Saturday. We don't leave until Sunday, and we get back in plenty of time to be back in these studios on Monday. So I've got all the time after and before the shows, Monday through Thursday, and sometime, even though it's Shabbos, on Friday and Saturday. So uh, thank you for doing that. Send me that, and I will make I will. it my business I will. to get if to those can. places. If you can, because they probably have a, a large agenda for you. Well, they, we do have uh, part of the deal with the um, with the uh, organization. Yes, that is uh, sending us to Israel is to put on their tour guide. Yes, of course. Who of does course. everything from, he'll be taking me to Gaza to go to the Nova Music Festival to see those kibbutzes to the Wailing Wall. Do you have guardian angels in Israel? No. You no, don't? No. How no. many countries around the world are 13 there? 13 countries, 130 cities. Our anniversary is February 13th, 45th anniversary. And we're wow. going to be, we're going to be flooding the subways again. Subways are out of control, no matter what your friend Kemper says. It's not there. his fault, though. I'm not saying anything about it. It's not Michael's fault. He does the best he could. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Right, let me get back let on me, track let me ask here. You that. No, no, let me ask you this. Yes. You become mayor tomorrow. Yes. Okay? You're going to fix that? Damn right. Tell me how you do Day that. Day one. You control... You sound like Trump. My God, you must love Donald Trump. Day uh, one. We have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> uh, you control who comes in to the system at the turnstiles. If you don't control that, you lose well, control how do you of the do, how system. How do you do that? Okay. By enforcement. Enforcement, fair evaders. They're not doing any of that now. It's absolutely but, okay, but, 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 okay, but is that on Michael Kemper or yes. is that on the legislator, the lawmakers who say no, no, that's on Michael Kemper because he has to assign cops. And by the way, you'll never see a cop on a moving train walking up and down the train like Michael Kemper had to, like Eric Adams was trained to do, although he never did it as a transit cop. Up and down the trains, that's where the action is, not on the platforms. So that's what I would do from day one. But let me tell you how bad things are. The biggest story yesterday, and people missed it. It shows you how bad our country is, the bad shape. That underwear and socks are the latest items to be locked up by Walmart and Target. <laughs> now, my mother always told me, she says, Curtis, make sure you have a fresh pair of underwear on in the morning and that your socks are not holy in case you have to go to the ER, the emergency room. I don't want you, like, all of a sudden he said, what, what kind of a family is that? The guy's wearing dirty underwear <laughs> and he's got holy socks. I was paranoid about that. Yeah, yeah. Even when I got shot, I shot five times with hollow point bullets, I can barely breathe. I'm wondering, damn, did I change my underwear? Do I have holy socks? Oh. 
that's how it was ingrained in my well, head. Well, your mom was such a sponge. Now, now, but now if I ran but, in and tried to get a pair of socks and a pair of underwear, I got to wait 40 minutes in wait. the aisle. Now, when you got shot, yes. did you soil your underwear? Did you make pee-pee or duty? What or the hell do you think? <laughs> of course. <laughs> You wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere near me, man. You would have needed a gas mask, a hazmat suit. I was leaking, and I wasn't just leaking uh, blood. By the way, you were talking about the amenities you may be missing when you're over there in Jerusalem, yeah. King David Hotel, uh, wherever well, you're staying. I'm not staying at the King well, David Hotel, visit. but I'm staying in a very, very nice four-star hotel not far from the King David in Jerusalem. you, you got to visit it. And uh, all you got to do is do, uh, hello, gorgeous Vinny Bassiano did all those years in uh, in custody in the federal system. Man tan. Just put a little man tan on there. <laughs> It'll bronze you, right? Come on, you got to cut corners. You got four days. And by the way, you talked about how Bill de Blasio was sitting up there in the front row of St. Patrick's right Cathedral. Right next to Ray Kelly. Jesus Christ should have struck him down. He fired Joe Esposito. Again, I can't say it enough. You gave me the opportunity to do my tribute to Joe Esposito for the hour when you were going to St. Patrick's Cathedral. I told the story. It was 2018. November Esposito was on a badly needed vacation. They got seven inches of snow. And what did Bill de Blasio do? He didn't blame his golden girl, Kathy Garcia, the sanitation commissioner, who was like, hey, pass the great poupon. She knew nothing about sanitation. The city was a mess. Who'd he blame? Joe Esposito. And then he didn't have the balls to sit down with Joe and say, either resign or I fire you. He left it to a deputy mayor, a young lady, Anglin. And she said, you have two choices. Resign, Joe, or you're fired. And he said, young lady, before you were birthed, I was a cop. If the mayor wants to fire me, let him do it in person. And that punk, that punk Bill de Blasio, who single-handedly destroyed the city. Right. Suddenly is sitting in the front row acting like he was a friend of Joe Esposito. That is a double disgrazia. As God, Jesus Christ is my judge. You should have struck him down right there in the front row. And goddamn anybody who would have given him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. accident trust gabo law personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time gabo law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you but don't take our word for it read their five-star reviews from former clients on google avo and facebook call gabo law today 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or Email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.